Welcome to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm a conventionally trained physician sharing how the body heals and how you can access this state of healing effortlessly. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mind Body TV. I'm Dr. Kim Duramo. I am actually going to set this up for Instagram. Forgot to do that ahead of time. <laughs> So welcome to today's broadcast. I'm gonna give everyone a few minutes to come in and join. You can share where you're from, where you're tuning in from. Um, let me see what we can do with this. Here we go. So today is, um, I think, a really potent topic, especially in light of so many things that are happening in the world right now and so many things that are coming up for so many people. Um, and it's really about, you know, when we're triggered, how to not get small. When we're triggered, how do we stay in our power? So let me see if I can do this. I have been having lots of people in uh, Instagram as well. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dial in there as well. So hello, Lisa from England. Oh, beautiful. I've been doing your chronic fatigue program. It's so great. Oh, thank you. I'm really glad to hear that. Louisa from Montreal, Coralie from Columbia, British Columbia, Janet from Nevada. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I can't do this thing. Um, here we go. Cindy from Washington, Danielle from Texas, Karen from California. Hello, Rachel. Creative Mind from Spain. Hello, Ellen. From Toronto. Oops. <clears throat> All right, there we go. We got that handled now, maybe, sort of. Oh. All right, so here we are live. <laughs> Hopefully, this works. All right, hello, everybody on Instagram. We are here for Mind Body TV today. I'm Dr. Kim DeRamo, trying to get my technology set up. So today, our topic is really about like what to do when you're triggered. So instead of staying small, which is like in the nervous system, in the patterning and the programming, we're overwhelmed by what's happening. And I'm not getting overwhelmed by what's happening. I'm just setting up my thing here. <sighs> All right. Um, versus we could actually access our infinite power. We could actually access the true power within us. So when you get triggered, you'll notice yourself uh, contracting. You'll either notice projection, right? Defensiveness. No, you're wrong. I didn't do that. Or why are you talking to me like that? Or whatever the defensiveness might be, you're in a projection. You're not actually in the true mind. Hmm. Let me just see about this. What else is possible here? I need a new clip for my phone. Anybody knows a good way to do that? Um, all right, great. So we have someone from France. Hello, Heidi from Salt Lake City, Utah. Thank you, Cheryl. All right. And hello to everybody in Instagram. All right, so is that going to work? Yep. Bear with me. Here we go. 
So when we are triggered, we immediately go into the programming and the program is going to be like the survival mechanism, but it's not actually helping us survive. Like it's not actually creating long-term survival, right? Because the, the, the innate 10 second survival fight or flight freeze mechanism is designed to like outrun the tiger and then get to safety or like manage the thing and fight and mobilize all the resources. But we're trying to use this for like improving our lives and actually has nothing to offer for long-term survival. So you'll notice like some of the mechanisms that are in that survival pattern, people are like eating to make the emotions go down so they don't have to feel. Like obviously that is not gonna enhance your long-term survival. It's gonna do the exactly opposite. And many of the things happening in that fight or flight freeze pattern are going to ultimately lead to your demise. They are not going to create health, survival, prosperity, well-being, like any of the things that we actually want. So how do we get out of the triggering, which puts those programs in place? And then we're like living through those programs, trying to cope, manage our situation uh, or project and protect ourselves that are actually really completely detrimental. And the reason this is so important is because of those programs, those patterns, those choices will create the very thing you're fighting against. They'll create that illness and that disease, or they'll create like, um, you know, if, if we if we're using eating to put our emotions, you know, squash our emotions down, they're going to create like our body gets more imbalanced and unhealthy. And then we hate ourselves more if we make that choice. Um, they'll create um, we're not we're not being responsible with money. And then we end up having less money or we're not we're making fear based choices. So we end up having less opportunity. So it actually puts us in a worse financial situation. Like whatever you're using this programming for, it's going to make the thing worse. So share if you would like a lot, a lot of people have been triggered lately with like fear and what's going on with COVID and what's going on with, you know, am I going to be allowed to make my own choices anymore? Are those going to be taken away from me? Um, so feeling like a lack of freedom. Um, there are a lot of things that can be triggering us. Relationships. <laughs> Hello, Sarah from Cape Cod. Merns from South Africa. Someone in Facebook, I'm practicing your ABC technique five times a day. When I feel well, it's so much easier for me to do ABC. If for those of you who don't know the instant elevation technique, those are the three stages, the three little steps. So you become aware of your body. I'm going to share a little bit about this today. Um, you shift the way you're breathing because it shifts your nervous system. And then you make a, a, a conscious choice. Instead of the default survival programming, you're actually choosing from consciousness instead of like the subconscious programs. Um, however, when I get abdominal pain that I usually get, it's very hard for me to do ABC and feel, and I feel very contracted. What can I do? Okay. This is a great question. So don't try to do it to make the pain go away. What you resist persists. And what you're doing when you have the abdominal pain is you're using it to try to change a situation as opposed to using it to shift into more wholeness because you can feel wholeness and have the abdominal pain, right? And what it will do is it'll bring more clarity of what actually needs to happen here. So it's not like shift out of fight or flight and just pretend nothing's going on, right? It's not like that. When we shift into the higher intelligence system, which is like we turn off fight or flight, 
the, the sympathetic nervous system, we activate the parasympathetic nervous system. When we do that, we actually activate our intelligence. That's what allows the body to heal. That's what allows us to have higher awareness of like, wait a minute, why don't I just stop eating this thing? But it'll be clear, right? Unlike sometimes we're like the protocols, I've got to do this and I've got to not eat that. And it, it becomes really heavy. This could be like an intuitive hit of like, boom, this one simple thing. But we won't get that when we're in the fight or flight programming. So I would say stop using it to try to make the thing change. Stop using it to try to make the problem go away. This is the biggest shift because it's like, well, that's the whole reason I'm doing it. But when we actually use any tool, anything I'm teaching to shift into higher clarity or higher truth, that will take care of the thing that will create major change. It's just, it's a shift in your, oops, <laughs> in your intention or attachment. Cause that's really what keeps a lot of things in place is that attachment. All right. Can I attach my phone better to my computer? I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know. All right. So ABC, right? Aware, be aware of what you're feeling. Cause you can't, you can't be reactive if you're not as reactive, if you're aware of what you're feeling, if you're aware of like, whoa, there's a lot of fear in here. You're already out of that reactivity to a degree, 2% at a time. So you're breathing, right? Your breathing area is going to be a little different because you've shifted your awareness from, I got to fight the problem. I got to fix the problem to what am I actually feeling right now? What's actually happening in my body? And that shift alone changes your neurologic patterning, changes your hormonal output, changes your breathing. But then that second piece where you consciously shift your breathing, super, super helpful to augment that. All right. So the first thing I wanted to share is you're going to get that. It's a cycle. It's going to feed back into uh, proving yourself right. But I really don't have enough money, but I really do need to stay in this job, but I really do need to fill in the blank because that's what the programming creates. It creates a reality in your body and in your health. It creates a reality in your relationships. It creates a reality in like the opportunities that are there or not there. It's everything you see and everything you experience. So you've got to let that shift from within. So what happens when you're triggered? Now, if you've been practicing it, like this person was saying, right? Like you practice it regularly. And then when you're triggered, it's a lot more accessible. But even then, you'll notice overwhelm. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's not what I'm supposed to be feeling. So one of the things I shared yesterday, which is really powerful for me in my life, um, so we had the call for the mind-body solution for anxiety and depression. We had the first of, of four calls that we're doing. It was really, really beautiful, really potent. A lot of people showed up kind of in the eye of the storm, in the depth of the depth of what um, some struggles have been, you know, their whole life. And, and I've tried everything. And so how do we find opening and possibility there? So it's a really, really powerful call. If anyone is still interested in coming into that program, it is still available. Um, you'll have all of the calls recorded and you'll be you'll be there live for the remaining calls because we've got four all together. So you're welcome to join that program. It's at drkimd.com forward slash anxiety. Okay. So how do we expand when we're triggered? Well, first we've got to become aware <laughs> that we're triggered. Now this is the biggest thing. Like I'm not triggered. You're just being blah, blah, blah. 
right? I'm not triggered. You just shouldn't be doing this thing, right? It's always like we will project to protect. And if you notice defensiveness, um, projection, you won't really notice projection because you're like, you're in the projection. You'll notice um, a lot of intense emotions. And what you may not notice is like, they're not necessarily um, the, uh, the reflection of what's actually happening right now, right? Like you may be feeling like unthinkable overwhelm or anger or fear. And what's happening is like, maybe it's like a two out of 10 and you're feeling like a nine out of 10. It's because it's triggered something that's already in you that's been sort of dormant. So you've probably heard me talk about in the last few months about welcome the trigger, welcome the trigger, because what is it doing? It's showing me like, the un the incomplete pieces where I tucked some experience away or tucked some emotion away, and, but I didn't actually complete it. I didn't actually come through a full resolution. So I'm still carrying around that energy. Why is that useful for me? Because anything I'm carrying around is taking up residence in my energy field and it's going to create unwanted things and it's going to re create lower frequency things. Why is it useful for me to have that awareness? Yeah, because I'm asking for something bigger. I'm asking for a more whole and abundant and uh, beautiful life. So you can become aware of what you are asking for, which will give you a lot of like courage to meet the trigger instead of just like protect from it. Um, or you can begin to just notice like, whoa, I'm feeling like really intense emotions. And maybe what's actually happening isn't that, you know, isn't the whole story. Maybe there's something else deeper. So how do you expand? One of the three things I shared yesterday in that mind-body solution for anxiety and depression call, um, the, the three things were all really, really powerful, but they're not always so available when you're triggered. Because when you're triggered, you're like, in the depth of that emotion, in the depth of like, oh, this feels never ending or this feels so overwhelming. And everything in your nervous system is going to tell you you have to fight, fight or flee or freeze, right? The, the fight, fight or flight, freeze, sympathetic nervous system. That's what it's going to tell you. And it can be really, really tricky because you're like, this is my own system telling me this. How can I pause and not just go into alignment with it and react? So this, I think, is one of the biggest things that's coming up for so many people right now as we are expanding into a new consciousness is how do I let the old system go when it's like, this is my, you know, this is my system talking to me to tell me like, get out of here, fight this, or you're not going to put up with this anymore to have me run the old pattern. So that pause button is super, super useful. And this was one of the three pieces that I, I shared in the call yesterday. Um, so it's basically... Find a 10-second increment, live in 10-second increments. What is happening right now? When you're triggered, you got to come back to your senses. You got to come back to your mindfulness. You got to come back to presence. What am I feeling right now? So breathe in and breathe out. Name it or just like put it on a scale of one to 10. How intense is it? Or like, is there a color? Where do I feel it in my body? Go to your mindfulness. And this is something my Viking coach reminded me of yesterday so beautifully and so perfectly 
that I was like, yeah, I'm going to incorporate this in the call today because that is my go-to that when I'm really overwhelmed and really triggered, you've got nothing. You can't go into the future. You can't go outside yourself for like, I've got to get some help. Maybe I'll call this person. You can't keep living in the past, right? Your, your, your energy's all scattered. You got to pull your energy back right here, right now, because this is the only point where you can access power. So if you imagine like wipe the chalkboard clean of everything outside of you, everything in the future, everything in the past, blow away the chalk dust and bring your presence back right here, right now. Call your energy in. So then, like I say, live in 10 second increments because the mind's going to eat all of it. No, you can't do that because this will happen. Or no, like you got to fight the, we we're bringing up the past. This is what happened before. You can't trust this. Wait, let go of the past, let go of the future and go into the 10 second increments. Do I have enough breath in this 10 seconds? Is there anywhere else I need to actually be in this 10 seconds? This is a tricky one because the mind will be like, yeah, yeah, you have to remember that that person, you have to call this, you have to do that thing. And all of it's like, yeah, but do I actually have to do it in this 10 seconds? So question everything. Am I actually okay in this 10 seconds? Can I breathe? Can I soften my shoulders? Is there actually anywhere else I need to be other than right here? And you'll begin, because this is kind of the way out. It's rewriting the nervous system. It's really powerful. You know, the mind's going to be like, yeah, but this, this is only 10 seconds. What about the next 10 seconds? It's a rewrite, a powerful rewrite in your nervous system when you go into presence instead of reaction. So trigger happens. So-and-so says that thing they always say or, oh, I knew this was going to happen and then it did and you're triggered. Go immediately into presence. What am I feeling in this moment? Is there breath available? Even if there's constriction, like, oh, no, my body's not breathing. Yeah, but in this 10 seconds, I'm still here. So you got to put the pause button on everything the mind is telling you in that moment and get here now. All right, let me look at what we've got. Um, thank you for giving me the permission to love myself, Joseph, and the courage to trust myself, baby steps. Yes. Thank you, Alicia, for posting the link for the mind body solution for anxiety and depression. Danielle, maybe use a rubber band or a hair tie to keep your phone on the on the tripod. Yeah, the tripod's the thing that's fallen over. I want to hook it like right onto the computer. I'm gonna I'm gonna go and look for something today. Thanks. Anita from Netherlands, Sharon from UK. All right, Karen, when I try to walk without grabbing onto anything, I have major fear that I will fall or trip and hurt myself. And often I do trip. How can I move through this fear? Okay, you don't need fear to tell you that it's wise to hold on to something, right? Like if you're unstable, and this is a really important distinction, like how do I get out of fear? And just like, I'm just gonna walk. When we get out of fear, it doesn't mean we like throw away awareness. That's what a lot of people do is they think, oh, I can't get out of fear because then I won't protect myself. But it's a lie. When we go into higher serenity and begin to live from true power, we are more, not less, um, taking action to keep ourselves safe. We are more, not less, clear on what will actually support us the most. We are more, not less, 
um, capable of, of doing those behaviors and actions, like way more capable of doing the things that will actually support us. So let go of that idea that you sort of like, it's fear that's protecting you. What if you just let yourself use your awareness and then begin from that space, like what will support me? What is required here? Maybe you're going to do some like strengthening exercises or depending on what's going on that is causing the weakness. Maybe it's electrolyte imbalance and you're like, let me get my electrolytes handled here. Maybe it is um, something, you know, could be something else going on. Autoimmune can affect the nervous system, right? So that may be a longer term approach to strengthening the body, but it still doesn't require you to go into fear. Either way, going into fear is not going to serve you. Um, I was worried about the injection too, because I've fibromyalgia and chronic fatigue. I had no issue with the V except for feeling like I had the flu for a day, but I embrace the experience as something that would help me get stronger instead of fighting it. Awesome. Your experience is your experience. Your experience is your experience. And how will you create that? Right? Will you create it from fear or will you create it from, um, from truth? Will you create it from I'm connected within myself? It's up to you. What is the best way to raise your energy? Okay, so that was like the third thing I put in there. But when you're triggered, trying to increase your frequency actually creates resistance because I'm triggered and I'm here. And then it's like, well, I don't want to be here. I want to be here. I want to be in a higher frequency. I want to feel better. I don't want to feel what I'm feeling. I want to feel something else. And that actually really, really like uh, it increases the trigger. It doesn't help dissipate the energy. It creates more resistance, so it doesn't help that energy release and move. So I would say when you're triggered, let go of trying to raise your frequency and instead welcome where you are as you are how you are. Why do different people trigger different things? Tis the. So let's just say your, your energy system, you're carrying around like a bunch of little nuggets that are hidden in there. One of them's from like, Something that happened when you're three or something that happened when you're eight or something that happened like who knows when, but it tacked down these energies in your physical body. Shame, uh, uh, fear, embarrassment, um, anger, all kinds of things. And those, those are, those triggers are still there. Those energies are still there in your system. And so it may seem like, oh, every time I'm around this person, they make me feel blah, blah, blah. Every time I'm around that person, Every time she does that thing, she makes me feel blah, blah, blah. And we're always telling our kids, like, no one can make you feel anything. <laughs> and when you're in that passive state, right, like I'm triggered, it's like life is happening to me. Of course, you're going to go into coping, managing, fighting. But when you remember, like, wait a minute, what if this is happening for me? You will begin to welcome the trigger because you realize it's showing you somewhere, something in you that's ready to be resolved, that's ready to be brought to the light, that's ready to be opened up, experienced, and released. So it's a very different approach, but different people are sort of like, we're hiring them for different reasons, right? Help me awaken to the way I'm always just staying small and not speaking my truth. And I think I'm just, you know, I'm not good enough or blah, 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 blah right? Help me to wake into the way I've believed that money is limited and I can't make enough. And then someone comes along and they're like flying with tons of money and you're like, ah, and it triggers you. Well, it's triggering you because you're ready to let that belief go that you've been holding within yourself. 
So different people are sort of carrying different energies and they'll resonate different energies within us. They'll bring up different energies within us. Oh, what do you do when you're in judgment of everything? Welcome the judgment. Welcome the judger. Love the judger. I love you. I love you. I love you. The part of us that judges is only doing that tactic, which again is like a coping mechanism because it's trying to get love. Right. Somewhere we got judged, we felt shame, and now we're holding that judgment so we won't have to feel that shame. What if I'm just willing to feel my shame? Right. I'm unconditionally willing to feel everything that's actually here so that I let it dissolve. Because how did it say? Um, Gene Mont Montrestali, who's just the guy, he does the tapping QA and he's awesome. I think he's just amazing. And he said, um, fully articulated emotions are short-lived. And I thought that was such a great way to put it. Fully articulated emotions are short-lived. And it's not just fully articulated, but like fully experienced. Because in order to fully articulate it, I've got to kind of really get into the nitty gritty of it to let it be experienced so that it's fully articulated and expressed. Right. But if you can let it be fully expressed, it is short lived. It's done. It moves through. And then there's like, you know, you're way less triggered or not triggered at all. EFT tapping and talking to my coach has triggered all the shit that I thought I finally released. Um, so could you instead of tapping to get rid of it, which is what you're trying to do, could you let it come up so that you can find compassion with it? And then it becomes an exercise of me practicing compassion. And then it's like, bring it on, bring it on, bring it on. I want to be the most compassionate person on in the universe so that I live in total freedom. I welcome what's coming up because what you're trying to do is make it go away. Stephen Donovan. Oh, I love you. I've heard it compared to being willing to stand in the way of the scary looking wave of negative emotion. Let it hit and then watch it recede. Yep, 100%. Look the dragon right in the eye. And this is something that's come like hit me between the eyes in the last few weeks with like the ways I hide, the ways I stay small, the ways I defend, and the ways I'll project, <clears throat> right? And so then instead of seeing like my husband as he is, I'm like, he's yelling at me. He's blaming me. He's blah, blah, blah. But then it's like, Kim, where's the nugget for you? Yeah, he's doing this, this, and this. He's in his own trigger. What is coming at you that if instead of defending or trying to like wriggle out of it, you could just experience what it's bringing up for you. And what was it bringing up for me was like, I'm like four years old with my dad. And whoa, wicked, wicked intense really, really not stuff I wanted to complete in my experience. Like part of me wanted to hide away from that, right? And, and put that away and be strong. But isn't it limiting? Like if my energy is doing that, then it's not available to create more abundance in my life. So isn't this giving me exactly what I've asked for, exactly what I've signed up for, exactly what I've said yes for? So look that dragon in the eye, feel all the shit it brings up and even just 2%, like welcome a little bit what is there, right? Can I welcome what's here? Because it's going to make you sick. It is going to create, you know, there's people I'm seeing with cancer, with MS, with severe fibromyalgia, with um, can't get pregnant, autoimmune disease, 
right? How did these resolve, right? Why do these resolve when we let the energy move? How come that person no longer has MS and now she's up walking around? How come that person no longer has cancer and the tumor shrunk? How does that happen? Because for me, that is the number one question I am interested in as a physician. That is like the only question. And if we can make space to let this energy move out, 100% of the time, physical healing happens. So would you now, and manifestation changes, right? Because you're either manifesting on those frequencies and those little nuggets you're holding are part of that, or you're manifesting according to your truth. Like effortless opportunities come in. And, and I've had people I've worked with tell me like, oh my gosh, out of nowhere, so-and-so called me, this opportunity came in, this thing happened. Your manifestation is a direct result of your frequency. So then does it make you a little more willing to invite the trigger? Even just a little more willing, because even just a little more willingness is a quantum shift in your frequency. Yeah, la di da, that's me, fibro, chronic fatigue, anxiety, depression, infertility. Yeah, it'll shut the whole system down. And you know, a lot of people go and look at, uh, here's my fertility specialist. Here's my GI specialist. Here's my hormone specialist. Here's my, you know, fibromyalgia pain specialist. It's all separate, but none of it's separate. Like none of it is separate. Your body is creating and those are the outcomes. Do we offer a program? So right now we do have the mind body solution for anxiety and depression that's going on. And I'll share the link here for that again. Um, the embracing health program is where I work with people more in depth over the course of a year that will begin again, um, probably in June or September next year. Uh, but stay tuned for all of that because we're always running live programs. Uh, now, how can I tell that things getting worse means I'm moving forward rather than backwards. This is an awesome question, Nadine. Thank you for asking that. Um, how you can tell. So if you are empathic and energy sensitive, it's going to be a little easier because you're already able to tune in to the deeper realms of what's happening in your system. If you're not, you can practice this and it will begin to open the parts of the brain that register sensation and awareness to a more subtle degree. Either way, when we tune in, we will be able to feel that difference, whether it's like I'm more in uh, resistance or I'm more in resilience and more in openness and serenity. It's a frequency shift. So let's say you um, maybe have like, wow, well, my pain came back, but I actually feel a little more at peace with it. Or like, oh, there's all this weakness or I can't eat this and that food, but I actually feel more clarity. So you're increasing consciousness. That's what happens a lot of times is physically things can get worse while you are getting better. That's a big misunderstanding in medicine is that as things physically get worse, you're getting worse. Not true. Like almost 100% of the times as you begin to truly shift your frequency and heal, physical symptoms can intensify. And then if we make that conclusion, oh, no, I'm going the wrong way. This isn't supposed to be happening. We tend to kind of close down. Nicole said, I tend to get stuck in the worry and guilt long after the discussion with my spouse or kids is done. Yeah, we're carrying the trigger. It's, it's like a placeholder, right? Those energies are still in me. I'm still feeling them. It's not about the circumstance. It's about what's coming up in me 
that's ready to be seen. Katie, the other day I had to, I got to start wearing my glasses here, print out some things I had done during my addiction. It was bringing up all the shame. Yep. So breathe in and breathe out that I thought I had healed. Yeah. There's just a little more to breathe, a little more in and out, right? Because if there is still resistance to it, means there's still a little more to come out. I reminded myself to step into it and I acknowledged and reminded myself of where I am now. It's been beautiful to let these emotions come up in and now beautiful things are happening. Thank you so much for your work. Yep, so you went through a blip, right? One more little layer. But if you clamp down and you're like, no, no, this shouldn't be happening, you kind of like don't let that move as fully as it's ready to. And uh, like you did, you let that go, right? Just go, don't go into judgment. Don't go into attachment. Even more energy will release and even more abundance will come in. Have you ever witnessed healing from cataracts and other eyesight challenges? My ophthalmologist insists these things never heal without surgery. Okay, this is a little bit of a caveat. Yes, 100% there are incidences where cataracts resolve. That is not, there's no question about that. And do you need to make that the path for you? Or could you open to the possibility of having a fluid, healthy, easeful surgical procedure. So if you have an attachment around this, like, no, no, it has to be this way. That's the resistance in and of itself that's going to prevent healing from happening. If you let go of the path through which you think it needs to happen, you're going to be a lot more open to the solution that's most available to you. Doesn't mean it's not possible. Um, unexplainable is what the doctors say. Very true. Yeah. Yeah, well, unexplainable in the realm that they're operating from. It's not actually unexplainable in the science that we now are accessing, right? So psychoneuroimmunology, very well documented for 50 years now. Um, quantum physics, that, that the energy affects matter, extraordinarily well documented for, mm, I don't know, 100 years. Um, epigenetics that uh, the environment our cells are bathed in are actually what affects the DNA expression, not the other way around, right? So like the genes are not the rule, the genes are influenced by the energy, by the hormones and chemistry, um, and that there's way, way more possible than what most people think, according to that conventional um, physical only model. Oh, hold on a second there. <laughs> All right, every time... At the doctor, my blood pressure is very high. How can I calm myself? Oh, white coat syndrome is very common. Yeah, that's not so convenient either. Um, let me see if I can do this. <laughs> there we go. So much better. Um, so Sue, I mean, there's a lot we could say on that and it. It doesn't, if you can let go of it needing to be different, hey, this is going to happen, that will actually shift it a little bit anyway. Um, and, and practicing the ABC tool, the instant elevation has also been shown to lower bump pressure and reverse that uh, tension in the body that causes white coat syndrome. So um, you can practice that. I have lots of videos on that on YouTube. I have a whole program on that called the instant elevation. Any of the work that we're sharing here, even this tool we taught today of like live in 10 second increments, come into the now and find the 10 second increments will help you release fear and release a lot of the triggers. If someone has some hearing loss, can it be restored using this work? The short answer is yes. 
Um, but the long answer is it completely depends on that person, what they're ready to receive, where they're functioning from. They may not even be open to work like this. So it's really only for you. I'm an energy healing practitioner and always promote your work to my clients for their ongoing healing journey. Sharon, thank you. I totally love your super tastic work. <laughs> Keep going and thank you. Thank you too. That is awesome. All right, let me see what else we have. So I hope this is useful. Um, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so so these triggers are gonna show you, like someone's saying, I'm carrying this energy long after the argument has passed, but this is like decades and decades and decades that we're carrying stuff. You don't even realize it's subconscious, but it's still creating in your reality. It's creating in your health, it's creating in your relationships, it's creating in every aspect of your life. So would you be 2% more willing to welcome the trigger next time it comes, even if it's really intense and unthinkable to meet the energies arising now, right? Breathe a little more fully, go into the 10 second increment of what's actually happening here now, instead of the defensiveness, protection, um, managing, coping, right? It's a little shift. It's a subtle shift and it happens in a microsecond, but that's the microsecond where the rewrite is available. Like a really powerful rewrite is available. So see, just get curious, um, what you might be willing to do with that. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you guys for your questions. My system always feels vulnerable. Yes, Rachel, because when you go into awareness, it carries with it, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong? Let me look for the problem, let me look for the problem. That's an entrained nervous system uh, integration, right? So what if you practice what is right about this I'm not getting, or you being, begin to practice what's the most awesome thing happening in this moment? What's the most awesome thing happening in my life right now? just asking a different question. Now, at first it's going to be like nothing. It all stinks, right? The mind's patterns are going to kind of keep the old groove going. But if you're ready to create a new groove, which is really what we're doing in the mind body solution for anxiety and depression that's running right now, creating a new groove because your system's on automatic pilot all the time. Let's reset it to a different channel. So it's creating something different. Uh, but that's for a lot of people, especially when we're so empathic, we're so tuned in to what's happening. But then the fear response means we're manifesting that on a really deep level, right? Because we're so tuned in. So it is it is a subtle shift, but it's a really important one. So um, I send my system love and tell it I'm safe, but I'm still getting overwhelmed by small things. I really needed to hear this today. Awesome. Thanks, Rachel. Yet yeah, a grant. I'm aware when I'm triggered. I find it hard to pause, especially when my kids are around. I get more triggered by them when I'm triggered. <laughs> and then I yell at them. I'm just like, like, I just need a moment to feel. So why wouldn't you be able to take a moment to feel even though X, Y, Z is happening? Like, that's what you got to ask yourself. Would I be willing to feel this anyway? But it's too much. And stuff's happening and it's not okay. Right? That's what the mind's going to say. And you got to just pause like, huh, see the thought, hear the thought. Am I willing to pause anyway? Yep, it's overwhelmed when they're around and I'm trying to connect with myself when I'm triggered. Um, so let me feel into that for a sec. They're not separate from you. 
Stop seeing them as separate because your energy is going out there to them. All right, I got to take care of them and manage them. Oh, now I got to bring my energy in here and manage me. You're not separate. As you connect with them, they immediately feel the frequency shift. As you connect with them, like it's like you're holding a container and they're in the container. So you don't have to micromanage what's in the container. Stabilize the container. 2% more serenity. And everything that's happening, which is everything in the container, will change 100% of the time. All right. I love you guys. I'm here every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Mountain Time, 1 o'clock Eastern. Um, I will send the link again. It's at drkimd.com forward slash anxiety. If you are still interested in joining the live program we're doing right now for the next three weeks, um, I appreciate your questions that are coming in here. My link is at drkimd.com. All right. See how you do this week. Welcoming the triggers. I would love to hear how this goes for you and maybe the shift subtle or not so subtle that begins to happen in your experience. I love you guys. Bye. You've been listening to the mind body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo for a special download to assist with integrating this work. Go to drkimd.com forward slash podcast.